Welcome everybody to the Spawn on Me podcast. This is episode 31 of our dopeness, our show, our home that we call Bricago. We want to welcome you all to our latest episode. Uh, I'm your host, Kali Fadams, and I am joined this week and every week with my man, Mamelo, the man with the dopest uh, San Francisco hat with a light in it. Cicero Holmes, how are you doing, sir? See the light, 49ers. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah, I've got the craziest hat on right now to cover my disaster of, of uh, hair. Um, you, however, don't need to do that because you look so fresh and so clean like you just came out the chair. Uh, is it is it so? Um, yeah, I had my first uh, Portland haircut this week. Uh, I'm excited by that because I did not look right the last time I was up. Um, it was not okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was not all right. Like the, the so fresh, so clean was not in effect, and now it is in effect. I want to give a big shout out to the folks over on a. Uh, Champions Barbershop uh, over on MLK up in Portland, Northeast Portland, I believe. I may be, I may be a little bit uh, wrong on the geography, but they do great work. Uh, they hooked me up, got a cut. It was weirdly expensive. I and maybe that's just because I'm from New York and not expecting cuts to be twenty five dollars or so. Like I got a, I got a baldy in a line, and usually back in New York, that's like thirteen bucks. You give them like another five to give them like the hookup or whatever. You give them the tip or whatever. And I went to the spot and they hooked me up and they got me in. And it was weird because I hadn't I haven't been around a lot of black energy while I was here. Not dark energy, black energy. Black energy, right. And, it's, 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 and different. Uh, it's different. And it was funny because I tweeted this out like maybe last week that I was like, I had been to the barbershop last week to try to get a cut and they couldn't see me. Um, and then I was like, the energy of just being in a black barbershop feels like you're always at home. Right. Right. And you miss that when you yeah. don't have it yeah. and being in that place and talking ball and watching people with their kids and their, you know, men with their sons taking their kids for their first cut. It's like a really good feeling to have that energy be inside your body again. So right. it was nice. It was great. Uh, $25 is a little bit steep, uh, but, you know, people got to live. People got to make money. Right. I'm, I'm used to cheapy cuts from my Caribbean brothers back in back in New York. Yes. So it's just like, Booyaka. damn, Booyaka. come on. <laughs> I'm at, and I have to I have to like save up to go get a cut now. Right, right. Well, I was like, God damn! Well, I don't know if I have to budget that in every couple of weeks now. Welcome, welcome to being a New York expatriate. Um, that's that is that is part of the thing that we take for granted as being New York is that uh, that when you go to the barbershop, you can go into the barbershop with a twenty and get change back. Um, still have still have <laughs> enough for a beef patty on the way home. Um, that, that is something that as soon as I moved out of New York, I, 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 you know, I had to deal with that sticker shock. Apparently, even though everything is expensive in New York, inflation doesn't hit the barbershop. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. It took me, once I moved to Chicago, it took me two years to actually find a barbershop. Um, the two years before finding Nirvana in, in, uh, in a haircut, um, I would spend it going into a barbershop, pointing at my head and saying, hey, do you cut my hair? And them enthusiastically saying yes. And then the haircut was done. And then I, as I'm walking out the door, I would say, no, you do not cut my hair. Um, <laughs> and then I would have to go home and fix it. 
you know, I get Ugh. like you, I get a baldy, you know, the, it's really simple. You cut my hair on my head until there is no hair left to cut. That is very, very easy. And then the only thing you really need to worry about is my goatee. And I like my goatee like I like my women thick. So keep it <laughs> keep it thick and we're good. Oh, and that's all you have to TM. do. Right. Yes. Keep it thick and we're good. TM. Um, and and uh, <laughs> that's all you have to do. And yet it was the most difficult thing for people to seem to be able to master until I found... High Park Barber Studio on 53rd Street. If you're in Chicago, if you're in Indiana, if you're in Wisconsin and you need to make the drive, you need to make the drive. Get a haircut with those cats. Assalamu alaikum to you brothers um, down there. They're all Muslims. The the um, the president himself, the POTUS himself uh, would get cuts when he's in town from the from these guys. Um which uh, you know may may lead to rumors that he is a, a closeted Muslim, but he's not. Um, <laughs> and and, and I you know I've got to say shout out to my boy, my dude Byron Gray for uh, putting me on to those cats. Uh, man, I thank you. I love you for life for that. And those dudes are worth it. It's twenty five dollars, and it's now an hour and a half from my house. Um, but I'd much rather travel an hour and a half to come out looking dope than traveling a half an hour to look i maybe so uh (laughs) so yeah i mean right now i haven't because it's an hour and a half away i haven't been able to go there so i'm like large marge when i can't get a haircut my hair looks like this <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy though, right? Yeah. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. Um. So yeah, shout out to those cats. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to them and shout out to the folks over at Champion. It's it's funny the things that you will do to go get a cut. Right. Now now I understand when my wife and and the women that I've known in my life to go like, no, I will not go to anyone else but. Right. Such and right. such and blah blah right. blah. And right. like troop for four hours. And right. like I remember I remember seeing a friend of mine. We were coming home from somewhere at like two o'clock in the morning and she was going to go get her hair done at like two in the morning because it was the only time that the woman that could see her could do her could do her hair. <laughs> and I was I had no and I was like, You're out of your mind right now. You are in yeah. Oh, not a great neighborhood to go ru- to go run around in the dark to the place right. to go get your hair done. But now to <laughs> be ha- now having to go troop to, to go to to go get this spot to go get my cut. Yeah. Now I'm like I kind yeah. of understand it. Yeah. Do you, do your thing. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, exactly. Has the exactly. week has the week and, been and good for you though? The week's been all right. Yeah, you know, yeah. The week's the week's been good. Um, save and uh, you know apologies going forward for anyone. Um, if this may happen, save the hellacious allergies that I'm dealing with right now. Um, the weather here in the Chicagoland area has been uh, crazy as an understatement. Um, it was last last like Sunday, Monday, it was 80 degrees. Then Tuesday, it was 40 degrees. Then, uh, you know, it was like in the 50s for the remainder of the week. And now today it's 80 degrees again. Um, so oh, man. it's, it's, uh, I mean, that's, 
that's the Chicago land area, I guess, for you. But uh, you know, my nose doesn't really like to, do, and my sinuses don't really kind of jive with that too well. So, um, sorry to anyone if I sneeze on you through the internet. So please send all Claritin right. PO box. Right. No, I'm just right. playing. I don't do send drugs. it to st- care of Stubby Stan's nose. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> he, he's yeah. like, we're gonna get you some PEDs. You're gonna get right, some, right. some drugs, some PEDs for your <laughs> yes, cold. Exactly, exactly. And <laughs> you know, those those who know me, and if you guys are watching this video, I'm not sure if this video is gonna go up. I have a, uh, and if you if you see me on Facebook, I've got uh, I've got my my Facebook profile picture is myself with uh, my hip hop mentor or my hip hop idol. Um, um, Mr. Karis One, Lawrence Parker, Knowledge Train Supreme over nearly everyone. We're in a picture together, and really the only thing you can see are noses. Um, we we both have <laughs> prolific, <laughs> ethnic, strong like bull oh. noses and nostrils. So, oh my um, god, yeah, you know, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> the but, proboscis on this one is strong, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> clan of the legendary proboscises. Yes. Oh shit. Yes. That's kind of amazing. Yes. We put the African we put the African and African American. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What are we gonna do with anyway? Oh, uh, this show is gonna be <laughs> this show is gonna be pretty short this week. Um yeah. we're gonna try to get in and out uh hopefully under an hour. Um we're gonna see about that. We say that every show and every show. Like two hours anyway. right. uh, every show is like, Yeah, we're gonna have a short show this week and then it's like, Oh, that was a two and a half hour show. What the hell? Anyway. Um, so a little bit of house cleaning is again, we want to thank all of you for listening. Um, we want to thank everyone for paying attention to us, sharing out the show. Um, I didn't pull any tweets this week, uh, but you know who you are folks who have been tweeting things out and sharing the stuff that we have been talking about. I do want to give one quick shout out to my boy, uh, brother Nimbus Yosh, uh, up on, uh, Twitter and, uh, G plus and all the other places that you will find him. Uh, we had a really cool conversation about Gamergate uh, while we were playing Destiny the other day, and it was um, good to hear a, a secondary side to the story and at least have uh, him weigh some concerns that he has uh, on the opposite side of, of necessarily the fence. But we did come to some uh, consensus on some of the things that we did have uh, in common. I've known him for a while, so it wasn't like a random dude that was just like, yo, F you and Gamergate is real. So it was good to talk to him in a real nuanced and, and honest way about both sides of the conversation. That was great. Um, we also uh, want to give a big shout out to the Black Web Blog Awards. We were nominated for the best podcast uh, category and best video game and co- or comic book site. We are the we are the incumbent in that in that selection. But the, these podcasts is our inaugural uh nomination yeah we're newbies in that category since we have only been 31 episodes in, Uh, and we're gonna have some we're gonna have some really stiff competition on that side of that that side of the fence we may not have as much on the on the on the website side but the podcasting part is going to be real thick with a lot of great contenders yeah uh we don't know when exactly the voting begins the first round of voting because usually there's like two rounds of voting uh, the first round of voting hasn't gone live yet, but we will absolutely keep you all posted and we will need all 
all of Bracago's support to to see if we can bring Absolutely. that home uh, this year because we're gonna need each and every one of you to vote and vote often uh, when it comes right. for that uh, for that right. part of the game. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. But, but, uh, see, do you have but, any 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 uh, home? Yeah. Uh, well, home, I just home I just warming. Wanna, have any house cleaning? <laughs> right. Any homes cleaning? Um, <laughs> I'm terrible at puns. Um, well, first first and foremost, I want to say you know congratulations to us. We're really really proud and honored. Uh, to be to have been nominated yet again um, you know I came in where when Cobb was already by himself in the spawnpointblog.com the winners of the black web blog award for gaming and, and or comic website or blog um, and you know I, I wanted to make sure that I helped to at least keep the level if not elevate it when when I joined on the site so it's it's um, heartening to be able to see that that's that's something that's coming to fruition, and we've really, really worked hard um, working on on this podcast and and bringing not only comedy and fun and you know our personalities to you, but but news, uh, important gaming news and important social news and and you know just just a different perspective. So it's it's wonderful to have that recognized and really really humbling uh so uh thanks to all of you guys thanks to the web blog uh you know black web blog uh award people and hopefully we can walk away with the the black webby afro pick uh seal of approval thing i wish it was an afro pick i think that would be an amazing trophy yes yes i i'm i'm all for that we should we should hit them up um while we are uh shouting people out um i just want to on twitter shout out hide dvorak uh diabolic dr dvorak um who uh went really hard in tweeting out our um episode on gamergate episode 29 featuring classic material um uh, you know so i'm not sure how he found our show but we're really happy that he did and that he shared it out. So thanks a lot. Um, glad you enjoyed our uh, our talk about it, what we had to say, and uh, hope that you guys continue to listen. So, word. There you go. Absolutely. Um, so this week is <clears throat> is kind of interesting because we are now a week into our our destiny love. Uh, and if you listen to the last episode with uh, Sharif Jackson and Dan the Robot, shout out to you guys. Yeah. Um, you'll you'll know that we had lots of pros and cons and sure. stuff like that. So we're a weekend, and we are now seeing how things are playing themselves out. Um, I, I guess it's interesting to see how the scuttlebutt has actually panned itself out, both on the reviewer <laughs> side of things, like the internal conversation parts that we're having with our friends that we've been playing with. Right. You know, we haven't even put up our review yet because we're still trying to figure out how much um, how we're going to cover it because we, you know, some of this, the content isn't out yet. The right. raids just started, which is a whole nother deal. Uh, <laughs> one team already beat the raid, and it was, they had like some epic sixteen hundred death, right. fourteen hour run, right. and, and and beat it, and, and did all this crazy stuff. So I guess, see, I'll ask you, you know, how has your last week been? What have you been thinking about? What are some <sighs> of the, the the trends that you're seeing and conversations you're having about uh, Destiny while you've been playing? Um, yeah, so so I will say that. 
up until the last couple of days and, and uh, peek behind the curtain, uh, usually we record on Thursdays. We're recording today uh, is Saturday. And I will say that it wasn't until Thursday of this week that I played a game other than Destiny. Um, so I am currently a level 26. Um, Damn. I've, yeah, I have logged countless, countless hours into this game. Um, and I am going to spearhead, I believe, the review process for the site. And I will uh, give you guys a little hint of what that review will entail. Um, it's 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 a uh, an existential crisis that I'm having. Um, I will say that <laughs> it, it really it honestly is. I will say that I love playing with my friends. I can't get enough of playing with my friends. I'm having a great time playing with my friends, and I hate myself for it. Um, it, it, is, <laughs> it is it is unbelievable what's going on with this game um it's it's beautiful the 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 first person shooting mechanics are amazing they work the vistas like we said before they're beautiful they're gorgeous um the the draw of of grabbing the next piece of gear or the getting that next weapon waiting for the drop so you can get the level 20 whatever um, and and level up some things or you know hunting for spirit bloom or spin metal so that you can upgrade uh, upgrade a piece of armor it's it's definitely there and it, and it hooks you um, but intellectually I know that it shouldn't um, <laughs> and and that's the existential crisis that I'm having because my brain is saying my intellect is saying hey idiot stop fucking playing this game you're doing the same things over and over again for this stuff that really doesn't matter and then the other part of my brain is saying shut the fuck up i'm enjoying myself the game works and you know in the in the scheme of things isn't that what all games are about you're doing stuff that really doesn't matter um <laughs> and you know and i'm really i'm really kind of torn about what you know how what the right way to feel about this game is um you know i i am a high level i'm at the point where i can start doing raids i've done the the last weekly raid i, I think i may do the nightfall uh thing that you know the nightmare mission um later on today i've got a piece of exotic gear i've got an exotic bounty that i need to do which um, meant that I had to do the weekly mission and then I've got to do 25 strikes and I need to try and do them before 8 a.m. tomorrow morning so that I can take the thing to Zur. Wait, oh my God, really? Yes, I've got it. So yeah, this is part of what's so fucking stupid about this game is that, so I've got this exotic bounty and the first thing you need to do is do the weekly then I so I did the weekly and then you take the weekly and you take it back to the Vanguard masters and then the Vanguard master told me now I've got to take this other bounty, which is, you know, some journal. They made up some cockamamie reason that I've got to go and do this other thing. So I've got to now 
do 25 strikes and they don't have to be vanguard strikes but i might as well do those anyway because i'll get marks and points and you know and and make my way up to vanguard rank three um and uh so then do that but i've got to do 25 strikes then i've got to hand that into zur and zur is zur is the agent of nine who only shows up on from friday at 8 8 p.m or 8 a.m to Sunday at 8 a.m. So if I don't complete this by Sunday at 7.59, I will miss Zer and won't get him until next Friday. And then Zer gives me a, a blueprint, and then I gotta take that blueprint to the weapon dude, and then, and then the weapon dude gives me a thing that I've gotta take to the postmaster, and then the postmaster gives me a thing that I gotta take to the cryptologist, crypto archeologist, and then he gives me a mission <laughs> where I've gotta kill people in the crucible. Then I gotta get some stuff from people, killing people in the crucible, take that to the postmaster, and then take that back to the crypto archeologist who will then decrypt my weapon, and then I'll have the exotic piece of gear. But, for those people who don't have exotic gear and they've been waiting for Zur, um, you know, because you've got to collect strange coins or motes of light to get stuff from Zur, listen up. Um, because I had enough strange coins to get um, armor and motes of light to get armor, and he gives you a decrypted, uh, an engram, a chest engram that you can buy from motes of light. I had enough to buy one of each, uh, a piece of armor from him and a mode of light for a decrypted engram and decided to just buy the engram, go and get that decrypted, see what it was, and then go back to Zur. Luckily, the, good for me that I did because you can only um, attach one piece of exotic armor and one exotic weapon to your character. So if you buy two pieces of exotic armor, you are SOL because you can't use both at the same time. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Wait a minute. You, so that means you had like uh, gauntlets and a chess piece. You can't use both. That is correct. If they're both exotic. Yes, that is correct. Oh, that's so dumb. That's so dumb. That makes no yep. sense. Yep. What is that? Why? Yep. Okay. Keep going. Yep. So, uh, you know, I I did that. And I got my exotic armor, and it's a dope chess piece. It looks aesthetically, it looks really cool. Um, and you know, I'm leveling that up, and it's and it's amazing, and that's fine, I guess. Um, but now, you know, but now I'm doing the same missions over and over again, and I'm farming for different pieces of material so that I can upgrade this crap. And then I can get better loot and then I can get, you know, some legendary stuff. And it's when you say it out loud, it's really fucking dumb. Why are you doing right. this? Why are you continuing to do the same thing over and over and over and over again? It doesn't make any sense. But the problem and, and you know, and this is the thing that we talked about last week is the thing that I talked about last week. I'm having fun doing it. <laughs> you right. know, what's wrong with me? that that's compelling like the and and bungie uh, i was i was sitting around i was talking to a friend and he was saying that bungie is really smug they're very proud of themselves <laughs> with what they've done um you know they they're really proud of themselves and and i you know i couldn't agree more because they know exactly what they've done and and 
they've got people they've got people sunk you know they're they're invested and i you know i don't know why i don't you know i do know why the game works the game works like like the mechanics of the game work it's beautiful to look at it's beautiful to play the shooting is responsive the movement is responsive the music crescendos at the right time um, right. And then playing with your friends, even though the you know the three person fire team is small, getting that fire team together and getting them communicating and and uh, accomplishing what seemed to be impossible is 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 rewarding and gratifying all at the same time. Um, all of that stuff really works. Um, they they they've they've done that part right, but there's you know there are things that they've done wrong. I'll stop talking because I've talked a lot. Kai, you go ahead and tell tell the people what you think about the game so far, and um, then I'll come back. So so I have a couple of things. Okay. So I guess I'll do my wish list first. Okay. I wish that the fire teams were a little bit bigger sure. because it feels like you do have a certain amount of folks that you'd want to play with. And then you always have to kind of either get one person um, out of the way and not play with them. Or you have to wait and like do round robins and basically try to wait for other people to be able to be free so you can play with them. So it kind of sections off unless you're playing crucible stuff, uh, a pretty sizable amount of your friends list. Um, That also combined with the fact that loot in this game is, both and it's weird because i haven't been an mmo player i was never one for grinding right, neither was I. um i was never a grind person um so those things always didn't necessarily do the have the, have the hooks for me i'm noticing now and i guess this is the thing that really irks me and i know mmo players would be like shut the fuck up but i want to play with my friends and the loot system prohibits some of that it prohibits some of that because like God knows, and we're going to shout Dan out, Dan, the robot. Um, he's had such a hard time finding purple loot and finding ways to get loot that has like been able to level him up in a way that makes him competitive and like able to do certain things that other people can't do. So once the things like things are capped out, everything is based on you getting uh, pieces of loot that have light uh, attached right. to it. They're not easy to get. At this point, it's like, sure, it's not supposed to be easy because it's about randomly generated loot, but also it kind of irks me in the sense of like Bungie is like cordoning off a part of the game for people who would actually like it because the the reward system doesn't really do what it's supposed to do fast enough. I understand it. It's like you're not supposed to get things all the time. You're supposed to kind of wait and grind your way through it. But the problem is when you do that, the feedback loop breaks at some point because you're like, I'm never going to be able to see the content that you think is the best content because I don't have the loot to get into it. Like I have no way of getting that loot except for grinding super hard, which you can do, or getting some random super piece of loot that will get me above a level that I'll be able to like deal with the stuff that's being thrown at me. That's fine. I get it. But it feels really weirdly not thought out well enough i'm not saying to like give everybody purples every day because then it defeats the purpose but also like you should be rewarded for doing hard shit like the people who did the raid i read the i read like a really great uh interview and article that that was on giant bomb that patrick klepik did and i was like wait a minute they did this crazy 14 hour 11 hour run 
did all this stuff and like only two people got exotics out of that whole thing really like only two people got exotics oh, wow. and no one else got anything else they got xp yeah. but they got nothing yeah. else besides right, that but they that's don't need broken. xp that's bro- I mean, you don't need xp right. but you should be getting like motes of light you should be getting a whole bunch right. of stuff they didn't get anything uh, else uh, that's kind of broken that's, that's like terrible. if you beat a big ass boss right. everyone should get right. something right at least that it doesn't have to be magical exotics right. but they can be purple weapons they can be purple pieces of loot and sure. stuff it's it's uh um, it's you know it's the yesterday was international talk like a pirate day there sh- there should be mounds of booty uh, oh. so well i mean <laughs> i mean if they, if we're talking about goatees being thick and <laughs> and, 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 and you booty. just screamed out mountains of booty <laughs> But so you have that part, right? right? You have you have the loot system, which feels a little bit broken. And maybe again, it's because I'm not a huge MMO person, and I, this is like I'm sure MMO people and Diablo people are like, yeah, whatever, dude. Um, but it feels like for a game like this, if you want people to continue to praise you and continue to want to buy your game and not talk shit about it, you have to give them like a. There has to be an actual carrot right. at the end of the stick. Right. Um, Sharif and I were talking about um, something that we thought was really interesting was that the game could possibly have some, some decent lore, right. but all of that is not told in the game. Yeah. Like oh, none that's, of told yeah, in that's game. my next, that's my next rent point is, is yeah. Is, like none of it is told yeah. in game. It's all in the grammar cards, which you have to go either on your right. app or go through the website to see. Right. And there are tidbits of cool shit in there right. that you'll never really pay attention right. to because it's not really thrown mm-hmm. at you in any conceivable right. or like, like any other way that's besides you have to go to this other thing right. to go look right. at it. There's no, like even in halo when they would have the little, uh, uh, little pedestals where you would go and, and look at the, 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 the lore right. or mass effect where you would have the your, the codex and stuff like that. Like there's opportunities for the lore to be cool, but they kind of have yeah. pushed it away from you and don't want yeah. you to necessarily see it right up front. Um, what was the other thing that I was thinking about that was like not my favorite? Um, I don't know. It's just it just feels like there are opportunity opportunities that are being missed to to make the game more viable in ways that make the feedback loop a little bit better. I know I had another point. I just can't remember off the top of my head, but it's it's weird because I'm having fun. I'm still having fun. Like I'm still having fun. I'm still trying to grind out places and go farm stuff and like go to all like the things that have been popping up with all these videos of like, if you go to the caves and then you go farm in the caves and you'll get stuff and da 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 da. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no farming. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I got three greens and I got a gray. Oh, this is my thing. That's what it was. I am not excited anymore at getting purples drop. That's bad. That's a terrible part of your of your game. I understand that it can basically decrypt into anything purple and under, but 90% of the times that I've got a purple, it's never dropped and turned into a purple. I don't care about your purples anymore. Fuck your purples. I don't care anymore <laughs> because I've never gotten one that's even I've gotten one purple one one or two that I haven't had to buy out of my own pocket, which is fine, but also that's not loot anymore. That's just me grinding it out. Right, right. I'm not getting drops. I'm grinding it out. I'm buying shit. And I'm like, if that's the case, that's not as fun as if you get the like, yay, I got a purple thing that just randomly fell on the ground. So, and the cryptarch is stupid. Uh, the cryptarch is dumb. They need to re- they need to fix that. 
It's so dumb. And this is why it's dumb. Okay. You should be able to you should be able to decrypt decrypt things at your level. He is useless at this point for me. Because basically everything else that I get for weapons parts and all the other stuff that you drop out. I've, you never get a thing where it changes like you can get a green whatever it is as the highest level of stuff there should at least be blues it should at least be blue stuff that you can decrypt things for or you buy things from the de- uh, decryptor right. or cryptarch or right. whatever but that stuff doesn't even exist either That's it feels really weirdly broken in some fundamental ways that I think if they would to think about how people want to play their game yes you want to make it hard and yes you want to set up gates for people I don't know how that's going to work when you're doing that kind of thing. The crucible I found is a little bit better. I'm learning what I can and can't do um, in the crucible, which has been fun. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen when the iron crucible opens right, up. The iron, that's iron, going to be a shit fest the iron for people maiden, who don't have. What is it called? The iron curtain? The, I think the iron, it's iron, the iron, iron crucible, banner. I think. Iron banner. I don't know the, what the it is. Iron the banner. iron banner. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, for the people who don't have dope gear. You might as well not even go nope, in there. Don't don't do it. Why don't do why, it. why why go in? Don't do it. There's no there's like no reason. Nope. I'm sure there's going to be really cool stuff in there, right. but why even do it to yourself? Because you're not nope. going to be able to compete no. at no. all. No, you're not. It's you're so not. stupid. I'm sorry. That was like super ranty, and it wasn't meant to be that way. But it's it is a weekend. There are some things that I'm finding that I'm like that's a little bit weird. I don't know why you made that choice. I don't know if that choice is going to keep me in uh, as far as like continuing to play but it's also like it is the one thing that everybody's playing right now it's not like you can kind of run away from it in that same respect i don't know what do you think all right so uh, so uh, as as the guy um in the spawn on me podcast clan that has probably logged the most hours um uh, let me maybe i don't know mm, i don't know oh oh by the way um just just so that you guys know um, Spawn on Me Podcast Clan on the Xbox One is crazy deep, son. Word. Yeah. Oh yeah, word. That's yeah, good. You need to. You, I'm happy you about need that. To go, you need to go and check that. Um, we are we are representing hard body. Um, Damn. So, so, right, so that means I need I need more people on my PS. Yeah, side, yeah. PS4 but, side. but we also need more people on the Xbox One side. But we are we're deep. We're deep, and it's dope. Um, I would like to. I, you know what? I would really like to do. I'm gonna I guess announce it right now. Okay. We need to pick a day to do the raid. We'll put it on Twitter, huh? To do the raid. Well, one to do the raid, uh, and two, I would love a day where we could all get all P- uh, all crews on both both consoles to just have a day when we all run together. I think that would be fun. Well, yeah, so, yeah. Well, I mean, run run together separately. I mean, run together separately, run together in a crucible, or run together and do that stuff, but we'll all broadcast. Okay, sure. And do that stuff. So we'll have, like, the Spawn on Me clan day, and we'll all play Destiny, and, you know, whoever whoever can tape it can tape it, and then, you know, we'll all compile all the videos and put them together and put them in a spot where everybody else can see it. I think that would be fun. Me likey. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that, and we'll post that right. and make a day and all that cool so, stuff. So. so, all right. So as as a guy who's put in a lot of hours in this game, let me let me kind of address a couple of the issues that you, that you were uh, bringing up. Allegedly, the crypto archaeology dude um, will you have a better chance of getting with legendary with legendary drops, a better chance of getting legendary gear as your level increases. Um, Oh, okay. So my crypto archaeology level is now a nine um, and I am getting good gear mostly consistently. 
Really? Um, You're getting like purples and stuff? I am getting blues from blues most of the time, like over 85% of the time. And then my purples are probably like 50%. So Really? Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Mine is nowhere near that. I'm at a level seven right. on the Cryptard. Yeah. And maybe I get a, I'll get a purple thing and maybe one out of, I've only gotten one from the time that I've had it. Basically. I've gotten, I've gotten three, four purples. I've gotten four purples after decrypting them. Two of them were class armor. The the two of them were armors for classes I didn't have. So I, I Uh, broke one down and you got some really awesome shit. You got some like Sapphire wire, which may be awesome. I don't know. You know, who knows? But um, <laughs> I haven't had to use it yet. Uh, and then I got another one and I was like, you know what? Let me just save that and I'll roll that class the next time I build a new class. And then right. I'll just use that armor. Um, and then I got two pieces of legs that that I now have. So, right. so that, you know, so that part, that part works um, at least somewhat well. The, I was I too was getting frustrated with trying to gain light. So I you know it took me a while to get from twenty to twenty one, and then it took mm-hmm. me a while to get from twenty one to twenty two. The thing that I realized was what you've got to do is you've got to hit those vanguard strikes once right. those open up at at level sixteen or eighteen or whatever it is, whatever it is. And if you're if you're interested in getting better gear. You've got to do the strikes that are, are above your level. Right. So, um, you know, if you're a 22, grab a bunch of 22s or grab, you know, grab a couple of 24s. And as the 22, have them drag you through a 24 dungeon um, right. or, you know, strike because they're not dungeons. But uh, have them run you through those and the likelihood of you getting some gear with decent light um, or getting basically what's important is you want to get the rare gear. The rare gear is the only one that have light, but you want to get gear that is at a level 18, level 19 or level 20. Um, the right. likelihood of getting that increases dramatically if you do uh, if you do strikes that are above your level. So mm, when you okay. do that, you'll get you'll get uh, engrams that will have, armor that is above your level which automatically carries a higher light rating plus when you upgrade those those pieces of armor each of those armors have defense um, when you upgrade the defense the light increases right on that defense so on, and that on, you have to grind out for materials right the, right the, exactly the patrol right or you like get that. you know hardonic essence um learn learn uh some farming tips uh hardonic essence hardonic essence that totally sounds like a Wu Tang yep, album. Yes, yo, I got that. I got mad hardonic essences, son. <laughs> you got, yeah, you got with the hardonic <laughs> essence. <Yes. laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so that, so that's one thing. So, so make sure you you do those types of things when you level up, um, and make sure you do you do harder ones. Go to the crypto arc when you when you have that kind of stuff. Always, always try and fire team it up. Um, if you're part of the Spawn on Me clan, seek out other people, other clan mates to run strikes because the types of drops that you get will be better. 
Um, that is that is 100% true. Um, and you will get more frequent drops. Plus you get more XP and there are trophy slash achievements um, attached to doing strikes with your clanmates, with all clanmates. Yep. So yep. I think there was one if you do it, you do a finish a strike and no one dies and you have a clan, you get a trophy. Well, that's like that, right? if you finish the raid and no one dies. So it's oh. so there is finish a strike with your clan. That's an achievement or trophy. Uh, finish your do a raid with your clan. That's a trophy. And then finish the raid and no one dies without irrespective of whether or not it's all clan mates. Then you, you get another trophy achievement. So. Shit. Um, you know, best, oh, yeah, man. Best, best of luck with all of that. Yeah, um, you have fun with that, bro. Yeah. So, all right. So it's, <laughs> now it's it's time for me to rant about Destiny um, really quickly. The story fucking sucks. The story fucking sucks. It is abysmal. It's laughably bad. Um, mm. And, you know, and, I, and I've kind of said this, like, you know, I, I never really got into the whole Halo story. Um, you kind of shitted on it last week. I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> like, like no one cared. Uh, lots of people, lots of people in, in, in some of the circles that I that I uh, that I run in care deeply about Master Chief's story from 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 inception. Um, mm-hmm. I, I tended to believe that it, it got a little convoluted as it, as it got, you know, went further on, but you kind of understood chief chief was a, a person that you knew. And so was Cortana and, you know, in halo four, when she was going crazy, that was kind of, you know, that was kind of cool. The first story was really, really good. The second story had, um, there were tropes in the, in the second story that I really enjoyed, uh, you know, about religious zealotry and, and, you know, kind of with the Arbiter, you know, kind of seeing the light and waking up and, and figuring out that, that, the, that, you know, that whole religion thing was kind of bullshit. Um, that part was really good. Spoiler alert, I guess, for Halo 2. Um, <laughs> but, um, like, I, I, you know, I like that aspect of it. Um, but my expectation for uh, Destiny was that these guys who spent so much time and excuse uh, excuse the thunder that is coming down now um, outside of my door. It is raining almost literal cats and dogs. I thought I saw nice. a beagle just fall out of that's the what, sky. That's what happens when you talk shit about the Cryptarch. Right, right, exactly. Um, yeah, this should be going on over there then. Um, but anyway, the... so. I would I expected much more out of Destiny out of these guys who spent so much time investing in a lore um you know in in the form of 5 6 video games and then countless paperback novels um in in what they created within the Halo universe um this Destiny thing is so terrible there's a point in the story um, first off, the story is ridiculously short. You can finish it in like, you know, half an hour. It's, you know, it's right. not, it, it's a little bit hyperbole, maybe, you know, 35 minutes. Um, but it's it's there's a there's a point in the story where you meet this mysterious guardian who finally comes and talks to you. She's kind of peeked her head in. You know, here and there in different missions and in different cutscenes, she finally you finally get to meet her, and he's like, "What's going on?" And she says to him, and I quote, 
I don't even have time to explain why I don't have time to explain. Basically, what that translates to is, hey, we don't like, we don't know what to do with this story. Fuck you guys. You don't care either. <laughs> um, and it, it's, it's, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Every, every single character has no backstory. You have no idea why they're there. They don't mean anything and they don't do anything. But that's the thing though. That's the thing. That stuff is there. Some of it's there, but it's all in the Grimoire cards. So, so it, it may be like I spent the first, I like the, when the Grimoire cards first came around, I downloaded the app and I was reading them. I've read some of them. And then I was like, this is dumb. Why am I, you know, first again, that's another th- thing that's really dumb. Why do I need to go to a website? I understand Bungie.net is a great site and Bungie does a really good job of supporting it and supporting the community and all the other shit. And that's great. Um, and having that second screen experience is, you know, is, is the hot button thing and everybody's supposed to be doing that. But Mass Effect got it right. You've got a codex. Right. You go to a place. Why not in your vault in the tower? Or why not there, let there be a place in the tower where there is your codex station and you can read the lore. If you want to give me grimoire cards, why can't I read someplace in the game what these grimoire cards say, what each thing does, and then I can, you know, figure out, pick and choose what it is that I want to, you know, pay attention to. Why do I have to detach myself from the game to read about lore for the game so I can go back and play the fucking game? If I'm in the game, let me read the shit in the fucking game. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any it doesn't make any effing sense none whatsoever. So yeah, they 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 gate a lot of that stuff yeah, for no reason. So that's so that part is dumb. Um, but but like you know to talk about these characters, so you get the you know the mysterious guardian chick. Nobody knows who she is. You know she's fucking Spider Man. Nobody knows who you are. Um, <laughs> and then then the the speaker. Is you know he seems ominous, and there was a story. There's a story floating around online that saying that you know obviously Bungie has you know more information about the lore than than they've let on already, and that maybe one of the things is that as as the guardians, um, and you know the traveler is the person who's bringing the darkness, and we're actually the bad guys, and hmm. um, you know so that is part of you know obviously everyone gets a bad vibe from the speaker like he just seems dirty and shady when when you meet him the first time um so that you know that's part of it and then if you look at some of the weapons that you're that you're trying to get the exotic weapon that i'm trying to get right now is a uh is a pulse rifle called bad juju um so that you know Mm -hmm. there are lots of really really ominous things that are out there um that kind of lead lead you to believe that that stuff may be true and if so that's cool but the problem is that you you know if Bungie's going to put that information out when the next you know when that role of dlc starts coming out in two or three months how much of your audience will you have lost right when you know when like this is you you want people to care about the game the game is compelling and that's great but it, you know, part of the immersive, the immersion factor, the, you know, the immersion factor is what keeps the game compelling. At right. you know, at a certain point, people stop playing shooters. You know, they mm-hmm. just stop playing them, and you you want the lore 
to be the thing that really keeps people in is fucking Star Wars. You know, yeah. no one cares about the, 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 the prequels. The prequels suck, but everyone still loves Star Wars because I had a good, I had a good conversation exa- about exactly what you're talking right. about in terms of Final Fantasy seven. OK. And asked people like my main thing was I didn't necessarily care for Final right, Fantasy right, seven. Right. I'm sorry. Don't shoot me. Right. You know, hands up. <laughs> um, but it's like I was the question I always pose to people is like, how long do you have to play a game before you know you don't like it? And your point being is like, look, you're going to lose people by the time you get to your DLC. And by the time you get to, you know, the inevitable destiny Two, how many people are going to give a fuck? Right. And that's the, and that's the problem is like, you can't put all these barriers to your story. Like mind you, the only people who I think are interesting in the story so far are the speaker. And that's only after, after reading his grammar card, because the speaker is more like a, um, is more like a title. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily. Per- it's like a. It's like a continuous. Mm-hmm. There's always been a speaker right. okay. somewhere around in in the universe. He's the sorcerer and the kind of sort of. And then the sister and brother team, the queen and right. and her brother. Right. Those are the only three characters so far that I've seen that that are even close to being uh, compelling. That was dumb too, any... by the way. Let's, what know, was that? That the 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 uh, awoken. Uh, sister and brother, queen and her, you know, her rapey looking brother. Um, right. Because you can go there as any class. Like you have three classes uh, or three races, uh, the mm-hmm. Awoken, the humans and the Exo. And you can go there as any of those three races, one of which is the race of the people that are talking to you. And the cut mm-hmm. scene is exactly the same. Everything they say is exactly the same. And, um, you know, you can go in there as an Awoken and and the queen is like, oh, yeah, hey, we are the Awoken. And you're like, yeah, I know, dude. It's me. You know, I mean, <laughs> didn't I see you at the last barbecue? Right, right, exactly. Right. It's yeah, baby. Like, Come on. Now. Yeah. Club, mean, we was at Club Awoken. Right, where you, where mean, were you at? You know, so that's a, that's a, you know, that's another thing. Um, here's a question for you. Here's a question for the community. Who are the fuck of the Yexos? Why are they around? And what are they doing here? Yeah. Like, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody's ever taken the time to explain that shit. What's going on? If you've seen the agent of Zur, he's a totally different race. Where the right. fuck did he come from? Where are his Well, this people? is the thing, though. <laughs> you know? But this is the thing, though. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll slow you down a little bit because you're about to go <laughs> Megaton right. on everything. <laughs> I will give them a little bit of grace and say I will not poop on them fully yet Mm -hmm. because they still do have a long way to go as far as being able to to flesh out and fill out the rest of the um, universe in a way that supposedly is going to make sense at some random point whenever that may wind up being. Right. My question to Um, you is before you, you know, uh, before you finish that thought is. Assuming that they do, will mm-hmm. you be there to care about it? Only it, it, honestly, the funny thing is the lore is whatever the lore is. It's a bungee game and usually bungee games don't have good lore. Mm-hmm. So that even going into it wasn't the thing that they like. They didn't capture me off the beginning with the lore anyway. Okay. So unless they do some cool stuff 
on the weapon side or they do some cool stuff like there's supposed to be something coming up this this week that's like mostly just vehicular combat oh that's that's cool that's going to be something in the crucible um it's going to be if i get enough if i get enough loot and get enough cool stuff that makes my character look good and i'm now that i'm learning more about intellect discipline and strength right Right. To to tweak my character out in a way that makes me more viable in Crucible sure. stuff, and that's honestly the thing that's going to keep me there. Like mm-hmm. the other parts, and once people start moving over, and once NBA Two K fifteen comes right. out, I will be playing <laughs> a lot of that more than I'll be playing Destiny. Right. And Destiny will be like a secondary thing yeah. to keep my like gun and bloodlust up and going. Well, they've got but, they've got about ten more days for me because uh, that Forza Horizon Two, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the demo is out for the Xbox One and the 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's hitting the spot. It's hitting the spot in the goodness. Um, it's hitting Lord. a goodness spot. Um, so I'll say I'll say that they have you have ten what ten days you yeah, said basically basically. So September you have ten 30th, days National Podcasting Day. <laughs> your word, that's true. It actually, is. Yeah. Uh, so you have ten days to get your uh, Forza Horizon up. Uh, you folks at home who are listening will have about two and a half minutes uh, until you hear our voices again because we're about to go to our music break. Uh, so we're going to do that in a second. Thank you all for listening. This is episode 31 of the Spawn on Me podcast. We'll be back right after this. Flip mode. Nine, seven. Bust a bus. Hot shit. Check it out. With no delays of what you saying, yo. Uh, Silly with my nine milli with the dilly, yo. What? When I be on the mic, yes, I do my duty, yo. While up in the club, like we while in the studio. Uh, you don't wanna violate, nigga, really and truly, yo. My uh, main thug, nigga, named Julio, he moody, yo. What? Type of nigga that'll slap me with the Tulio. Uh, Bitch, nigga, scared to death, act fruity, yo. Uh, Fuck that, look at Shorty, she a little cutie, yo. The way she shake it, make me wanna get all in the booty, yo. Uh, Top mistress at the banging bitches and videos. Uh, while I'm with my freak, like we up in the freak shows. Did you with the shit, make you feel? Feel it all in your toes. Hot shit, got all you niggas in wet clothes. Style of my metaphors when I formulate my flows. If you don't know, you fucking with lyrical player pros. Do like you really that. wanna party with me? Let me see, it's what you got for me. Put all your hands with my eyes to see. Straight buck violent in the place to be. If you really wanna party with me, let me see, it's what you got for me. Put all your hands with my eyes to see. Straight buck violent in the place to be. And we're back. Welcome back to the Spawn on Me podcast, episode 31. Hope you enjoyed that music break. That was the one and only Bus a Bus with Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Could See. I cannot listen to that song. If you can listen to that song and that beat and not bop your head, <laughs> then you're dead. Then you're dead. I mean, because that beat is crazy. Yeah, that's one of the most classic yeah. joints to come out of like I still think the golden era of hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, that joint yeah, is crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was Yah, yah, yah. Um, it was it was cool. Yah Yaris. Um, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Um Yeah, so so uh yeah, really dope track. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um what isn't dope or what is dope or or like I guess I'll we'll leave it up to you guys to decide. Um shout out to you, Sharif Jackson. We're about to talk about Nintendo. No <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? This no. is the Spot on Me podcast where we talk about video games and not toys. Um so, <laughs> so 
So um, there was a Nintendo Direct in Japan uh, recently, and um, a couple of things came out of it. There were um, they they talked about some of the new characters that will be available in the uh, Smash Brothers 3DS game, and then uh, you know subsequently in the Smash Brothers Wii U title, um, which is really cool. Apparently, uh, like the Duck Hunt dog. Um, his special move, thanks to uh, Twitter's Wicked Good, I learned wasn't the evil the evil snicker. Was actually <laughs> um, he gets Hogan's Alley guys to come and shoot shoot at you or shoot for you. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Um, but uh, additional addition to that, or in, in addition to that, is a new 3DS called. Um, imaginatively enough the new 3ds wow marketing yes marketing marketing geniuses over at nintendo um so the new 3ds will have um a a better processor new screen um a better screen and also will have uh a extra analog stick that's very eerily similar to the c stick on uh, the original GameCubes, uh, the original GameCube controller. So that will make playing games like Smash Brothers a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll be able to play, there will be games that come out for the new 3DS, um, but you won't be able to play those on the 3DS. You'll only be able to play that on the new 3DS. And um, the new 3DS has only been announced for Japan as of right now. But here in the States, we have a new 3DS. But it's not the new 3DS, but it's a new 3DS. What? Uh, yes, exactly. There is a GameStop version, uh, GameStop, GameStop exclusive, and there are other new 3DSs, but not the new 3DS, but new 3DSs um, that are coming out in uh, the States. GameStop has a, a an exclusive one that looks like an NES console with an NES controller on the top of it. Um, so when, when you close the clamshell, it actually looks like an NES, um, the original NES. Uh, but when you open it, it looks like a 3DS, um, which is kind of dumb because (laughs) like the outside of my, outside of my controller looks all retro and cool, which is why I bought it. The inside looks like a regular controller, which is, uh, or a regular 3DS, which is not why I bought it. So why is the stuff... (laughs) Why is the stuff that I bought it for on the outside that I can't see and on the inside it just looks dumb? One should... of these things is doing their own thing <laughs> right. <now> inside too. <laughs> um so yes, yeah, so eventually eventually obviously the new 3DS will make its way to the states and then you'll have the ability to go into the store and ask for the new 3DS and have a uh, who's on first conversation with the sales retailer. Oh, God. Um, Because, you know, you'll say, I want a new 3DS. And they'll be like, oh, well, do you want this 3DS? And you're like, no, the new 3DS. Where's the new 3DS? He's on first base. I don't know, third base. And, you know, and then you walk and you put your hands up. Who knows, who understands who the marketing person is over a Nintendo all of a sudden? Because... None of this shit makes any sense. They they came out with a console called the Wii U, 
instead of calling it the Wii 2, um, and and no one understands what the Wii U is, and that's why people aren't buying it. Well, that's part of the reason that people aren't buying it. You know? <laughs> but but many people who aren't educated, who aren't part of you know in you know uh, with their ears to the ground in the in the gaming space, who had Wiis. Saw that the Wii U came out and was like, oh, you know, they redesigned the Wii. Whoop, big whoop. I've already got a Wii. I'm perfectly fine with it. I don't buy games for that anymore anyway. Who cares? Um, I'm not going to go out and buy this new one. But I really wish they would come out with a new version so that I could get better looking games. And didn't realize that the Wii U was actually that, that, that console. And... If they had called it the Super Wii, which sounds really dumb, but if they had called it something that allowed people to know that it was an evolutionary step in the technology that they used for the Wii, and that you can, yes, you can still use your controllers and are expected to use the controllers that you previously had for your Wii on the Wii U, and this console is a better version of what you had then um and you need to get it then maybe it would have done better and you know and now they've come out with a better version of the 3ds which has done really really well in terms of sales and and attach rate um but they just called they just put new in front of it they're not apple they can't just go in and just call something the new thing and expect people to even people with iPads didn't understand what the hell that meant when, you know, it was like, oh, OK, it was the iPad it was the iPad, too. Then then they came out with the new iPad and they had the iPad mini. But then there was the iPad four and nobody knows what the fuck. How many iPads have come out? Nobody knows. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so, so now so now the Cicero Holmes has become Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Why is it that the new iPad and the new Wii U? What is going, what is going on, on here? On? Oh my god! It's, I I think I think there is an issue with the way that things have been named. I think there is an issue with differentiating and trying to split basically your user base again. We saw this with the Wii and the Wii U. We saw this with the Xbox. You know, even when the Xbox. Uh, one came out people were like the xbox one they didn't even know what to call the original right, xbox right right because they were like right. well you just called it the xbox one and the xbox one had the the, the right. crazy duke controller right, right. but it's, so it's like why i don't understand what's going on in these people's heads where they don't understand that you need to make things named different so people to remember what you want to buy like right. are you trying to not let me buy your stuff Right. You know, and just confuse GameStop people who are already confused. I'm like, why do yeah. you do that? It doesn't right. make much sense. And and 15. I mean, it's it's it just goes to show you that even the marketing people who are the people that are supposed to be the closest to the normals, civvies, um, are in, you know, are are too far removed are in, you know, are in the fucking corporate bubble too far mm-hmm. um because they they focus they focus test the you know they put up they do the 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 brainstorm think bubble thing and they throw out the names and then they get the you know the the four uh highest level people to to applaud and laugh and talk about it and say that that's it and then they just run with that mm-hmm. and it just like you know and then when it when it hits the ground Everyone goes, what? 
<laughs> but you know, I, I mean, the thing is, so like when the Connect came out, when 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 the Connect was announced, when when Peter Molyneux came out with Milo and Project Natal, everyone loved it, and everyone loved Project Natal. Um, and then they changed it to Connect, and everyone, you know jumped up immediately and said what a dumb name connect and a spell with a k and it's just what what this is dumb and now today to this day anytime i hear the word connect it's like ludicrous or fabulous you know <laughs> fabulous I, right right exactly like i have to mentally remember that people are talking about c o n n e c t and not k i n e T A C whatever however the fuck you spell connect um k i n e c t but in my head i see the device that's con- that's attached to my xboxes and not the thing that means to attach things together um like you know like i've classically been learned you know like i've classically been taught and so marketing works well when it works well but they haven't done it to the point where it really, really works well in Nintendo over the last couple of years. Even the Xbox One, I think people have finally gotten to the point where, you know, that they've trained themselves when they're talking about the original Xbox to call it the OG Xbox or original Xbox. Right. Um, and that the Xbox One is the third iteration of Microsoft's consoles. It's the, it's the current one. Um, it's the Xbox One or the X One, the X Bone, or you know whatever it is, mm-hmm. or the Xbox. Um, you know, at at a certain point, at a certain point, probably next year, it will be the Xbox. Right. You know, where are you playing your games? Are you playing on a PlayStation? You know, and and, and PlayStation may still be always called PS Four because it's really easy to say. Um, but eventually, I think the Xbox One will just be called Xbox. Um, right. You know, I'm playing on the Xbox. Um, and, and it'll work well enough for them, but this new 3ds shit just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So I'll, I'll say this really quick, uh, before we move on to the next topic, um, last topic of the show. Um, what, what I would like to do is I want to have Shreef on the show soon. Uh, so he can talk about 3ds stuff because I'm interested in buying a 3ds for once. I bought a 3ds once and traded it in within a week because it did not do anything for me, but I'm kind of reinterested in what's going on in that space and feel like we're not covering it enough and not talking about Nintendo things, you know, in a good enough way uh, that I'm thinking about buying one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask him to come on the show and talk about his experiences, but also I want to ask the small to me community. If you were buying a 3ds or a new 3ds at this point, uh, what would be games that you would advise me to get? What would be some of your suggestions on what I should be playing? Uh, some of your favorites, some of the things you feel like are like the tentpole games of that particular system and of Nintendo uh, franchises. Uh, so let me know. Tweet at us with that. Uh, let us know. Send it to our, our social media stuff. Uh, e- email us all that good stuff. And uh, let me know what I should be getting when I wind up getting a 3DS. Um, and I guess, I guess moving along into the last, sh- last part of our show this week, in um, your face, in your face, um, technology that has been moving along, uh, and it's Speaking funny that we connect. just, yeah, yeah. We just <laughs> moved on with connect. 
Uh, so if you have not gotten a Connect or with your Xbox One, and you are looking to play NBA 2K15, uh, you may want to get. Uh, you might want to go in the aftermarket market and see if you can find yourself a Connect or get yourself a, P- a PlayStation camera, because they have implemented finally. Finally, the PlayStation camera and Connect right. have come to the to NBA 2K15. Right. You will be able to for the my player uh part of the game. We have been talking about this forever, is hoping this would this would happen. Right. Because we've right. seen it on EA side with UFC, uh they had the game face and technology and FIFA, yeah. FIFA, and they've seen right. this in Tiger Woods back in the day right. where they implemented game face. So now 2K is coming up with their face scan stuff. Where you basically can take the camera, pull it up to your face, rotate your 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 face and your neck thirty degrees in each angle, each direction, and it will map your face. Not take a picture of it; it will map your face, and implement that and put it into the game. Talk about trying to pull all the all the tricks out of the bag in the in the next iteration of your game. I mean, the gameplay is probably going to be fine. They've added a whole bunch of animations to it. But this is a next step kind of thing that we have been waiting for. And people yeah. in gaming have been like, yo, the tech is finally here. Can we do it? Right. I want to see how well it works. But I've seen some of the videos and seen some of the folks who um, have put up versions of themselves after they've scanned themselves with the technology. And it looks really dope. We're going to put a link of the video that they put up with Ronnie2K doing it and uh, his in-game doppelganger. Uh, showing up in 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 the game itself, but see, what do you think about this? Is this is this a game changer in some way? I, I you know, I, in so much that two K needed a game changer, uh, it's it's a really cool feature. It's one of the things that uh, you know Madden quietly had done it, and for previous versions of on the you know on the three sixty and PS three legacy generation. Um, with the game face and they you know they added it to NHL I guess really across the board um, in EA Sports they added the game face feature um, obviously putting it in Madden is you know it's a big deal because your face is behind a helmet the entire time <laughs> um, so the only time you really get to see it is when you know you're looking at your player card um, they you know I guess it would have been implemented into NBA Live if NBA Live ever came out Um but uh, and you know who knows if it'll work um, on the current NBA Live because no information is coming out for that. Come and talk to us. We've been trying to reach you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but it it's really cool. It's really cool. I mean, one of the things that was limiting um, on to on the two K side, and one of the things that you could, you know that you could really kind of negatively say about the game was that there were only a few faces. Um, there may have been twelve total faces you know across races right um so you know you could get the white guy with the pointy nose or the white guy with the not so pointy nose and you know a a brownish type of dude a tannish dude um and then there were some black dudes and you know there's the black dude with the wider nose and the thinner nose and you know and that's kind of kind of kind of it um so it will be great and you know i mean let's be honest it's it's the future we live in the future. We've got these great cameras. It's about time somebody did this right. Right. You know, like they tried it before with the PlayStation Eye. 
Um, they tried it before with the with the original Xbox 360 vision camera mm-hmm. for uh, Rainbow uh, Six, yep, Rainbow, Rainbow Six, Six, and and you know, like it's it. I'm glad people are revisiting it. We finally have the technology to actually do it. It looks like it's going to work. That is, it's fantastic. I can't wait to to actually implement it um, on my dude. Um, the only problem that I'm going to have is. That it's going to be that same fucking voice. Oh, and the my player yeah. With the my player dude. You know what I'm saying? You know <laughs> what I mean? You feel me? But, you know, I'm just trying to do what I need to do to help the team. You feel me? <laughs> um, like... We've 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 accomplished step one, 2K. I'm really proud of you guys for creating the face. But now it's time for some dynamic dialogue. If it's not my voice that you're using dialogue from, allow it to be somebody else's. Allow the commentary to be dynamic. We've got the processing power now for you guys to be able to take. I mean, for crying out loud. Uh, uh, Roger Ebert, you know, rest in peace, brother. People were able to take his, the, the, you know, all, all of his vocabulary from his years of doing in the movies or at the movies and allow him to speak. The dude didn't even have a jaw anymore. Mm. But when he had to Stephen Hawking it all the time, they were able to create his voice. So it was they were just snippets of his actual talking, you know, and they were able to dynamically create sentences in Roger Ebert's voice on the fly at will. Why aren't we able to do, and that we, you know, the dude died like two years ago. Right. So why aren't we able to do that kind of stuff with, with uh, commentary and, or for the, you know, for voiceover stuff within these types of games. Even even at the least you guys can do, the least you can do is allow us, I mean, Saints Row does it, allow us, just record the prompts, you know what the prompts are going to be, record the prompts for the, the my player character with multiple people. Right. You know, give me, if you can't, if you're not going to give me dynamic stuff, if you're not going to give me my voice where I sit there for 10 minutes and say a bunch of random things and then you take, you know, you modulate my voice and you, you know, you, you know, uh, uh, go ahead and manipulate that so that you can make, make me sound and say different things. At least give me the option of not having to hear default voice guy all the time because there's nothing worse than sitting there and watching someone's my player career in the press conference, and that dude is, you know, he's a white point guard and he's six one, and my dude is a seven seven foot uh, uh, center, and they sound exactly the same. Yeah, it's kind of it's 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 one of those things that you feel like it breaks the immersion. Exactly, and it's it's cool. I'm like, because now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, who? whose voice would I want? If, if it wasn't my voice, I was like, hey, we know a guy. We know a guy named Dave Fenoy. Yeah. Like Dave yeah. Fenoy could do some voices for the game. <laughs> Dave Fenoy in the NBA game. That gym would be, be dope. Like the voice of Hulu <laughs> and Lee to uh, do my voice in whatever. Right. And then I thought about right. it. I was like, maybe I'd really just want Gilbert Godfrey to do my voice. Yeah. Why not? 
I mean, you know, he's not doing a whole hell of a lot. I would, oh, yes, I would even, so they did, you know, they paid, and I don't want to give these guys any fucking ideas, but yes, you know, they gave, um, they were charging $1.99 for Snoop Dogg voices in, in Call of Duty. <laughs> I would pay $1.99 for Gilbert Godfrey voice. I would definitely do that. I would pay oh, $2 would if they could change my voice to be DMX in oh. the game. <laughs> oh, right. Hey, I'm the MVP. Hey yo, <laughs> I'm open. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then, and then, and then, and then during the halftime, Inyanla Van Zant will come out and try to save right. him. Save him, try and save him. Try to save him, and then we'll have the dude with the worst cry ever. He'll come in with right. his cry voice, and then we'll have Prince. We'll have Prince for like seventeen dollars because you have to pay the licensing fees. Right, right, exactly. Oh my and, god! You just sit there and whisper. That would be a good question, also for the community. Blouses. <laughs> blouses. Uh, I would. I would ask the community as well if there was anyone who you would want to do your voice in NBA 2K15. Right. Who would that be? Tweet oh, at man. us. Tweet wow. at us and tell us who you think would be a dope person to do your voice. Man, that is. You know, I I realize that uh, September is is. Uh, Biscuit Awareness Month in, in uh, the state of Chicago. Oh God! But uh, oh, yeah, that who was that? Somebody sent that to me, and I can't find it. Oh, God, I need to find that tweet. What's that? There was a brother who listens to the show, and thank you for listening. Who saw some uh, uh, Cheddar Bay Biscuit uh, mix when he was in Costco, oh, and um, and he was gonna send us. Some. He was like, "Hey, you want me to send y'all something?" I was like, "No, nah, it's okay." <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute was wasn't that Steve Lubitz? Was it Steve Lubitz? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Steve. It was it was another gentleman. But it was okay. it was it was kind of amazing that he was like, yeah. "Yo, I saw <laughs> these, I saw these biscuits. I saw this biscuit batter and thought that you might guys might want it." I was like, "Where?" It was uh, you want a brick? Oh, okay. You want a brick? Shout out to you. You want a brick? Thank you so much for. Uh, uh, this is my boy Rich, who was like, "Yo, I saw these in the in the mall, and I think I'd want you sure you don't want this." I was like, "No, nah, it's okay." So thank you for that. I appreciate it a whole bunch. And, uh, but but uh, yeah, I think the next hard hitting question is, uh, who would you want your NBA two K voice to be? Yeah, who who would that person be for you? Um, and lastly, I think before we get out of here, um, a quick a quick thought that I just had is. I hope that this kind of technology gets implemented and goes across lots of games. Like absolutely the new, the new WWE game with, that would be amazing to have your, your face mapped in that same company, right? Same company, same tech. You should be able to do it. Um, like whatever the new mass effect game would be. That would be awesome. EA already has game face. I don't know why you can't do it in there. It feels like to a certain extent, sometimes the, the folks who have technology don't, talk to each other in the ways that they should and they should because it makes all the games better for all of us so i don't know i hope that that happens i hope it I hope it comes out in that way and um let us know if there's any other games you think would be good for that and let us know what your feelings feels uh, feels what your feels about right. let, let me know who's feeling you right um let me let us know what you think about destiny uh, and what you we've been playing yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, send us send us uh, some tweets and some stuff on our Facebook page. We'll, we'll probably put up some questions also on our Facebook and Spawn on Me pages about all the stuff as well. Sure. Um, yeah. So we're about to get up out of here. Uh, C, can you share the social media business with everybody? Absolutely. So to reach 
our captain, oh great captain. You find him on Twitter at Kajakens. Find myself, Cicero Holmes, at Stubby Stan. I'm reading it right now on my screen. Um, <laughs> and uh, you find Dan Dan Moore at Dan the Robot on uh, on Twitter. Or is he? Yes, he's Dan. <laughs> Right on Twitter. Good lord! <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, you know, I, throwing myself curveballs. I can't even hit them. Um, you can find the show at Spawn on Me. You can find our site at Spawn Point Blog. Um, you can find our uh, Facebook. Remember to like us on Facebook, uh, the Spawn Point Gaming Blog, or the Spawn on Me Podcast. Uh, if you have any feedback that you want to send to us, you can send it to us at via Twitter. You can send it to us via Facebook. You can also send it to us via email at feedback at the spawnpointblog.com. Um, also, remember to share the show, listen to the show on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud. Um, no longer swell, unfortunately, um, but uh, please uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Like us on iTunes, uh, subscribe on iTunes, rate us on iTunes, rate us on SoundCloud. Uh, tell your friends, tell your warlocks, tell your vanguards, um, <laughs> tell your barber and them. Uh, tell the people that make the biscuits over at Red Lobster um, that we're, you know, matter of fact, yeah, tell Red Lobster we can get them. We've been talking about Cheddar Bay biscuits quite a lot. They should come and sponsor us. Yeah, um, tweet it, tweet at Red Lobster. Yes. And say, hey, sponsor our show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Tell them, tell them Spawn on Me loves Cheddar Bay Biscuits. We want some. Um, that, would be, <laughs> that would be amazing. That um, would be nice. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, you guys have been doing a really good job of sharing the show. Obviously, you guys seem to like what we're doing. We really, really appreciate that. Um, uh, but uh, you can do more. You can do more shares. Do more Work. of the sharing. Um, Absolutely. You know, tell, tell everybody. And um, then I think that's it. Oh, and, f you know, find us on uh, the PlayStation 4. You can find uh, Kaja1 on the PlayStation 4. Hi, I'm a robot on the PlayStation 4. You can even find me on the PlayStation 3, but on the PSN, nonetheless, stubby underscore Stan. Um, and even find Beefy Reef. I think Beefy Reef Four, or is it just Beefy Reef? Just Beefy Reef. Beefy Reef on the on the PlayStation uh, on the PSN network, and then on the Xbox on Xbox Live, you can find myself. I am Stubby Stan. Stubby is my first name. Stan is my last name, and you can find Khalif. He is Kajakins, much like his Twitter. You can find Dan the Robot. He is Dan the Robot. Um, and Reef doesn't have anything, so you know, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, um, check out Operation Cubicle. Yeah, check out uh, check out OpCube. OpCube um, is great. Yeah. They, they um and I guess the last thing that I will say, uh last couple of quick things I would say is <clears throat> thank you guys again uh for listening to us. Yeah. It's been really, really awesome to see just how far the show the show has gone, um, even in the last two weeks. Yeah. Um yeah. <clears throat> We've been getting some good push from lots of dis different directions, um, and the show is growing exponentially exponentially every week uh, with us even reaching folks out in the home continent of Africa. So 
that in and of itself, who would have known that two folks in their living rooms <laughs> would be reaching the motherland right. <clears throat> with their words. So right. we want to continue to do that. And also I saw one other thing uh, that I keep forgetting to mention. Uh, and it's important at least to, to us on the show, especially if you've been following our cover uh, when we did cover Ferguson and things like that. Um, I was just watching some of the social media business uh, online uh, a minute ago while doing the show. And uh, there are some more protests going out in Ferguson. Yeah. They're still continuing to protest. Right. Uh, we ask you and implore you to join us in our boycott of GoFundMe. Yes. Uh, we have yes. been talking about that for the past couple of weeks. It's been off and on, but I've been failing to mention it on the show. Right. Um, if you haven't been paying attention, they had been basically harboring lots of racist thought, lots of racists uh, with funding, with the funding of Darren Wilson's uh, basically freedom at this point. Right. Um, and we will continue to do that until that man is put in jail. Uh, so please continue to do that. Share the show. Right. Uh, let everybody know that you're listening to us and share it in all the ways that you possibly can. Um, and hopefully we'll be playing with you guys online soon. And uh, we'll see you guys in 2K and all the other good games that will be coming out because the glut is about to hit. So yeah. get yourselves ready. Put your wallets somewhere safe because this is about to go down. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, hide your kids, hide your wife, or hide your husbands. Hide your husbands, too, because we're gaming everybody. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they're, game, they're gaming out here. Right. <laughs> uh, so so we want to say thank you again. This has been episode 31 of the Spawn on Me podcast, coming to you straight from Chicago. And we will say peace. Peace. Black.